ranked by U.S. News & World Report among the top 10 rehabilitation hospitals in the nation, Shepherd Center specializes in medical treatment, research, and rehabilitation for people with spinal cord injury and brain injury. As a service to our community, we present Shepherd Center Radio with host Melanie Cole. Each year, an estimated 2.4 million people in the United States sustain a traumatic brain injury, and another 795,000 people are diagnosed with an acquired brain injury from a non-traumatic cause, such as stroke. Brain injury can have significant long-term effects. In fact, more than 5.3 million Americans are living with a lifelong disability because of traumatic brain injury, and an estimated 1.1 million have a disability related to stroke. With this large of an impact, many caregivers are seeking help from online education resources. My guest today is Susan Johnson. She's the director of brain injury services at Shepherd Center. Welcome to the show, Susan. Tell us about the need for more educational resources for people that have suffered brain injury. What are they looking for? Well, what we find is that there are many, um, because of the number of people who are injured uh, every day, um, and you heard the numbers yearly, that a good many of these um, individuals don't even get to rehabilitation. So many of them either are discharged to a skilled nursing facility and or are going home without any resources or understanding how to manage these uh, young people um, and, uh, quite frankly, older folks who have experienced a brain injury, traumatic brain injury and or stroke. So what we've designed here at Shepherd Center is a resource for families uh, who are going home and or didn't get rehabilitation to offer educational resources on how to care and manage these um, individuals. So we have the resource that we have, it is called uh, My Shepherd Connection. So if you go on www.myshepherdconnection.org and pull that up, you will see five different categories of information where um, you can actually click on where it says brain injury, disorders of consciousness, stroke, spinal cord injury, and multiple sclerosis. But we're going to focus today on brain injury, disorders of consciousness, and stroke. That by clicking on uh, those tabs, uh, you will get a long list of information on what a brain injury is, um, how it happens, some of the neuropathology related to it, and what um, you can expect for uh, potential recovery, and what, why, what parts of the brain are affected, and how your loved one is affected as a result of the injury. So we, um, in the brain injury section, we actually even have a tab on the mild traumatic brain injury that many of you have heard our returning veterans coming back for, um, specific uh, to mild TBI PTSD. So there's some very specific information on mild traumatic brain injury for not only the veterans, but also those uh, uh, folks who have experienced a concussion um, in sports um, or a fall. So there's some really good information and resources in that category. But what it includes are is information on mood, um, behavior, which can create issues as people get better, um, thinking, memory. It gives folks activities of things that they can do um, to help uh, for recovery and neurorecovery. Um, talks about prevention, so which is a critical piece because certainly having a stroke and or a brain injury, you're at high risk to have another one. 
talks about communication, long-term issues like substance abuse as a result of the brain injury. Sometimes folks become a little bit more impulsive and disinhibited and, and therefore um, begin to um, drink and have and drugs and, and do drugs. So we have some prevention issues that I think are real critical um, for, and quite frankly, sometimes as a result of their injury are a result of substance abuse prior to that. Um, for people who've had brain injury um, who still are needing more longer-term care, it talks about how to manage your bladder um, and do bladder training, uh, bowel training, talks about transfers, um, and fam- family dynamics. Because as we know, after a catastrophic injury, these particular folks do have family dynamics that can play into the recovery. And interestingly enough, the literature even supports that certainly um, having the support of a family um, uh, helps with the uh, ongoing recovery of a person with a brain injury. Um, but we know with catastrophic injury that sometimes um, families can get a little frustrated about how to manage and who's in charge and that kind of thing. So we do have a nice section on explaining some of those issues. Susan, Um, I feel that it is so comprehensive. And if people go to myshepherdconnection.org, there is so much information, as you say, just even in the brain injury section, but disorders of consciousness, stroke, spinal cord injury, and multiple sclerosis. It's so comprehensive. But now tell us a little bit about some of the resources such as ebooks or iBooks that are available from Shepherd for caregivers, for example, or, you know, ways that they can kind of take it with them and read your pamphlets. Yes, that, that's a good point. We, if you, once you're on that section, um, we also have, uh, if you look at, um, there's a small section with a woman holding hands. Um, and you'll see some links specific to uh, a video that is done on brain injury and or spinal cord injury, but it's an excellent resource for newly injured um, uh, people to really understand the recovery process. So it's a wonderful video. Uh, as a matter of fact, um, uh, Judy Fortin, the former CNN anchor, is a person who um, actually uh uh, guide you through that process, but also Lee Woodruff, who um, in the brain injury section talks about some of the family issues. And Lee was the husband of the NBC um, anchor who was in Iraq, um, who experienced a traumatic brain injury um, and his recovery process. So it's a really interesting to see some of the dynamics with that. We also have ebooks that are specific to caregiver guides, um, emergency prep cards. So you can go on there and get a, uh, and that you can actually download and get this information and have it with you or give it to other people that you might know that have had uh, this, this kind of injury. I think that is a wonderful service because you can download them and have them, as you say, keep them with you. And for caregivers, even putting your emergency situation and information on the refrigerator. And so what do you tell the family, Susan, about you? You mentioned mood. You mentioned, you know, certain behaviors and that sort of thing. And what do you tell the family when they ask you about these kinds of things and what they should be doing and how they can trust the information that they read all over the Internet? Well, that's a very good question, Um, and I do get quite a few of those calls. Um, The initial calls I usually get are from uh, families um, who start out in disorders of consciousness. 
So these folks are people who are still in a coma um, or maybe in, in a vegetative state or even in a minimally conscious state where their loved one's taking a little longer to come out of, um, uh, out of that uh, coma-like state. And so what we do is I spend a lot of time talking to families about how to manage that, what things to look for specifically that show um, ongoing recovery. I talk a lot about prognosis um, with a lot of these families and then what some of those expectations are for the future. And I think the biggest one we spend a lot of time in is is that time that that folks with brain injuries do get better it's just how long and when so once they emerge and i start um talking with families about um sort of the long term effects uh as we are nationally trying to change um with congress uh that brain injury is now um more of a chronic issue because there are long term effects after brain injury versus an episode and so from there we know that as people recover and their brains start rewiring that certain behaviors start happening and because they become more aware of their challenges then they have more can have more potentially um, behavior issues that people don't understand because quite frankly they just don't have a filter anymore and that's part of their brain injury but that really does alienate and sometimes offend um, our society because it's not the norm of what we expect so we talk a little bit about that and how to manage it get hooked up with uh, physicians who understand it to help with maybe some medication management. So these folks make ongoing recovery for years and years, but may need tune-ups to help support their abilities to integrate into um, back into their community. So in just the last minute, Susan, and how beautifully put, what, what a wonderful service that you provide to the community at large and for Shepherd Center. Give your best advice about educational resources, believing what you read on the internet, and why they should come to Shepherd Center for their care? Well, there is a lot of misinformation on the internet, and we have such a valuable resource now that we can actually look things up. But it is very important that you do find information that um, is reputable. And most of the resources that are available, which we have, which are factual and evidence-based, is through My Shepherd Connection. So definitely use that. I think the Mayo Clinic also has um, reputable information. But certainly if you ever are questioning whether it is, you can call Shepherd Center uh, at any time in our admissions department, as well as myself would be more than happy to talk you through the process and help guide you in the resources that are needed. Nationally, we have a lot of resources available, and if you're not comfortable with that, there's a lot of good information um, nationally through the Brain Injury Association of America. And they have a, a wealth of information as well that guide people into finding those reputable programs and support services that help with that. In addition to um, each state has a lot of uh, resources as well through the Brain Injury Association of America. Um, so you can look up those too. But it is very critical to find the right information to get you hooked up in um, meeting the needs of your loved one. Thank you so much, Susan, for being with us today. You're listening to Shepherd Center Radio. And for more information on educational resources at Shepherd Center, you can go to shepherd.org. That's shepherd.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.